You are listening to It's Midnight Somewhere with DJs Mistress McCutcheon and The Wasteland. It's midnight somewhere. It's midnight. Hi, this is Mistress McCutcheon coming to you from downtown Toronto in my still got COVID voice. And I'm accompanied remotely, of course, by my brother from another mother and DJ partner in crime, The Wasteland. Who is COVID free for the moment. For the moment. For the moment. My boss said he caught COVID four times. Is he just letting people spit in his mouth? I mean, I'm not kink shaming, but if that's what he's into... (laughs) Seriously, I have no idea how how that actually happens. But he had mentioned it because I mentioned in a meeting, uh, in a video meeting, I'm like, I have COVID right now. And as of this recording, I'm on day nine. And it feels like a cold. And it's very boring. And I haven't left my house. And I can't go to the grocery store to pick up stuff. And I'm really just craving ice cream. But I'm telling myself no. That's very... Why, why are you telling yourself no? If you're sick and trapped at home, you should have the things you want. I'm sorry. I'm going to enable you here. Have the fucking ice cream. It's just the problem with having ice cream is it turns into an avalanche because once you once you open that floodgate and you have ice cream, then you just want ice cream. And then you will eat a shitload of ice cream until you get yourself sick of ice cream. And Look, I don't need to push it, myself there. It's it's August. It's hot. You have COVID. I say have the ice cream. <laughs> I, I'm sure anybody listening right now is nodding in agreement. And like, these are all good reasons. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll end up getting some ice cream because it was just funny, actually. One of my comfort things while having COVID is I, I got one of my friends out. I was like, I needed to get some Tylenol because I found that the Tylenol I had 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 expired, which I didn't realize Tylenol expires. But I needed some Tylenol. And then I also wanted some zinc lozenges because I just wanted to pump myself full of vitamins and and help my throat out and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and I wanted red Gatorade and not the best flavor, specifically red red Gatorade. Like it couldn't (laughs) not the blue stuff, definitely not the neon yellow stuff, but It had to be the red stuff. And it was funny because he was at Shoppers and said, there's only the blue kind here. And I'm like, no, it has to be that shitty fruit punch, that fake ass fruit punch flavor. And of course, there's no flavors. There's just colors. (laughs) But this (laughs) is Gatorade. It's fruit punch. It's really crappy fruit punch. And it was just funny because, of course, our wonderful producer, Mr. Justin Minister, was making fun of me for it. He's like, why are you drinking this shitty sugar water? And I'm like, when you're sick, you want like this is what I've had. I I drink Gatorade because you need to drink fluids. You need to flush this stuff out of your system. Yeah, yeah. And I just that was my craving. I needed red Gatorade. So now I've got a case of red Gatorade. <laughs> wow, a whole case. Well, it's six, I, I, have it's a, I have a Gatorade story too. I, I once I once dated somebody who, if you ever had Gatorade around them, was just like, "Ew, you're just drinking like formulated sweat." Ew, what is that? <laughs> That's the way they put sweat. it. That's the way they put it. <laughs> it's not formulated sweat. It's sugar water. It's delicious, it, yes. trashy sugar water. It, it, in red flavor. In red flavor. It's, it's There's cra- only two things that taste like red on this planet. One of them is uh, Gatorade and the other one is NyQuil. You know, I have to say, though, I really like 
these fake red flavors because NyQuil <laughs> is fake cherry flavor. And it tastes like red death. It does. It's the best. It's better. Like green is my favorite color, but green NyQuil tastes like green death. And red NyQuil tastes like fake ass cherry. And the Gatorade tastes like fake ass fruit punch. And I'm here for it. So let's talk about some real ass music. Yeah, I need some real ass music. It's not color red at all. There's my segue. Thank you. Thank you. Otherwise, my little brain is just going boo into COVID land. But new music, there's been a ton of it that's come out this summer. Uh, Where do we want to start? That is, why don't we start a little local? Okay. Now, now I I know I just put out like a new music mixtape two weeks ago. Yep. And I said we were going to be a weekly thing or try to get more weekly. And then immediately you got COVID and that fell apart. So... <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to the Area album that did drop about three days after that. The album is pretty good and has a couple of surprises on it. More of an industrial sound. And first time, and I don't know, I've, I've listened to her since her first album, which is almost 20 years ago. She's swearing a lot. Whoa. And it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that said, I don't I don't want to play anything from that because, well, go listen to mixtape. But I'm going to go a little a little further from home with Encephalon. Okay. Who do this thing, every album it seems, where they release the album that they promoted and then they have like this second album that comes out like a week later. So the album that they promoted is called Echoes and it's pretty good. I, I think it's alright. It's got a lot of guitars and driven stuff stuff on it like that. And then the second album comes out and it's called Surfacer. And I love this like bonus album because it's like straight up pure EBM for most of it and strips out the guitars. And I, I don't mind guitars. It's just not what I was looking for. Okay. So, and they're from Ottawa, you know, right up the road. Yeah. So to speak. So to speak. <laughs> Only five hours away. Uh, well, that's just it. Growing up in the in the northeast of the U.S., there's a lot of major cities very close to each other. But then you get to Canada, and when you're in Toronto, the next closest major city is a good six hours away. Because, yeah, six hours north, you could be in Ottawa or you could be in Montreal. But things are really spread out here. Indeed. So for playing a song, I the reason why I wanted to talk about them first is because I think my favorite song the album is the first track, which has a nice opening intro and all that. It's called Calling on the Apocalypse.
All right. I would like to go take a step back to June uh, because, again, I'm going to blame COVID that I'm just catching up with some things I needed to listen to and catching up with messages and all that sort of stuff. But what really stood out to me is October Burns Black. Their album, Two Worlds Collide, came out on June 24th. And if you are itching for that classic goth rock a la the 90s, this is your this is the album you need to listen to. Because uh, I had initially heard October Burns Black quite a while back with a single called Arrowhead, which is just fantastic. I can totally see it on a dance floor. But yeah, this album just has all that classic goth rockness to it without feeling like, wait, I've heard this song before. And the track that I'd like to drop in here is the first one on the album. It's called Divide and Conquer. And who didn't say that goth is indeed political? Yeah. 
next up is I, I might be talking about a band that I've actually talked about before and haven't really I've, I've tried not to do that but this is also a band that's small enough that when I talked to the person behind it they were like uh, I don't think my band has a big enough presence to warrant having a Facebook page so what? <laughs> Yeah, so I want to talk about the new release from The Number H, who put out an album called The Conditioning. Uh, this came out actually back in May, right at the end of May, so we're, we're working backwards for new music, but we haven't done one of these episodes in a while. And it's definitely a progression. The first album was very EBME electronic, leading into, like, you know, the songs progressed almost like traditional EDM or trance would. And on here, it seems that the the whole industrial base, I don't know if I want to call it a genre or a fad because it's still very young, but she's leaning into that a bit more. And it's interesting because it doesn't lose any of those elements from the earlier album. It just builds upon it. So we seem to have a trend here because the track I wanted to put in is also the first track on the album, which is called Nothing.
Next up, I wanted to talk about the latest release from Kill Shelter. It's called Asylum. It was on pre-order for a little bit and then was released on July 15th. And Asylum delves into different interpretations of the word asylum, highlighting themes like human trafficking, domestic abuse, seeking refuge, disillusionment, bedlam, and, and redemption. And what's really neat about this album is it features various collaborations with guests such as Agent Sidegrinder, Ronnie Moorings of Clan of Zymox, Ash Code, and one of my favorite tracks on the album with William Faith. Uh, So the track that I'd like to feature here is called Cover Me.
So because who I am as a person and and it has happened before that I just show up and play things that aren't out yet. So now I'm going to talk about an album that's not out yet. And it's it, I only have one track from it, but there was a single from this artist previously that I was really into. And the one track is it's really good. So I'm going to I'm going to make mention of it because it comes out August 26th and you should all go pre-order it. Uh, it's a band called Retcon, which is a one man project out of Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I love their ta- the tagline that that he has on both releases is it has always been 1988, and it very much has that old 242 1988 EBM sound going on. It's very stripped down, very minimal, you know, super dancey, kind of poppy, but also very alternative. So the one track that's available off the album, because playing the single would be silly, is Excommunication.
July 29th, a remix album for Black Rose Burning was released. Uh, the remix EP is called Under Two Sons Reborn and has a bunch of different versions of Under Two Sons. Uh, if, if you haven't given Black Rose Burning a listen yet, I, I don't know where you've been because I feel like it's been everywhere. And George's voice is just so good. It's just so good. It's such a, a, a he has such a distinctive voice. And I mean, the influences in Black Rose Burning definitely come from post-punk and, and goth and, and dark wave. And it's just this whole melange without being really any of those things either. Uh, the standout uh, in my mind, my favorite remix that's on this EP is uh, the version featuring Delphine Coma. <laughs>
So the next EP I want to talk about also came out back in May, but May 26th, so a day earlier. But it is, I don't even know how they say it, but it's N-N-H-M-N. And the name of the EP is, which you'll probably be able to find easier, is For the Comfort of Your Ecstasy. I really dig this band. I think they're a duo. I don't really know a whole much about them outside of what their their music sounds like, so I can't really talk about that. They don't have a Facebook page? I think they do, but like they don't have a whole lot of images on it. So yeah, it's a four track EP right there on Bandcamp. They give you an idea what the songs are all about. Uh, the the track that I've really been drawn to has is called Lovelorn. It's the third track on the on the EP, and it really sums up what their sound has been like. They're out of Berlin, so you kind of I think that'll give you an idea of what you're in for. <laughs> <laughs>
considering one of our last episodes that we did was devoted to dub, there is a fantastic new album out by Mark Stewart, a.k.a. of the pop group, called Versus. And it includes a whole lot of really interesting collaborators from Front 242 to Ye Gods to uh, Adrian Sherwood. It is just a fantastic little album that just sort of mashes up all sorts of different things. And uh, yeah, we happened to come across this on Bandcamp after we had done the episode. I, I just, I can't say enough about this album. We, we started listening to it and just upon like first listen, it was one of those things where it was like, oh yeah, I immediately need to buy this album. Uh, one of the tracks that we can uh, start you off with here would be Cast No Shadow, the Leather Strip Mix.
So August 5th, the latest single from the Bellwether Syndicate out of Chicago dropped. Uh, It's called Dystopian Mirror from the forthcoming album Vestige and Vigil. Honestly, this is is a fantastic single. There is also a video available on on YouTube. This... it, it takes a very like hard and heavy turn. It's a really solid song. And if that's any indication of what the upcoming album's going to be like, I am totally excited. William Faith is just a really awesome front man. I mean, he's been involved in so many different projects from Christian Death to Mephisto Waltz to the various punk bands that he's been involved in. And then you've got Philly Peroxide and Scary Lady Sarah and then Corey Gorey from the Brick Bats joining them in the band. It's freaking awesome. So uh, Dystopian Mirror is available out now. Looking forward to when the full-length album comes out. Question of why It's just a question of when The clock is running out 
Last but not least, I want to talk about Harsh Symmetry, who came out with a full-length album, their debut full-length album, on August 10th. It's called Display Model. This is actually a really great surprise because uh, the first single called Mirror Twin came out earlier this year in January. And this comes from a solo musician based out of California who sounds very much like he was influenced uh, from his parents' collection of, of the 80s and of, you know, gothy, dark, wavy stuff of that period. And I, I'm really enjoying this album because it sounds like this amazing throwback of the early 80s, and yet it still sounds very fresh. Yeah, yeah. I just started digging into that one today, actually, and uh, liking it, liking it a lot. I, li- I like that 80s sound, but I- I'm happy to hear it with new music behind it, too. And, and I think that's what I kind of was touching on with Retcon earlier. Yeah, yeah, because I mean... It's funny when you hear certain music where you're like, okay, this is this is very throwback to a different time period, or this is a throwback of a very specific sound. But it's really exciting when you can hear that throwback with a uh, with a refresh on it. That it's it's still very new sounding and very current, while taking yeah. that that influence from like 1983. Yeah, you know, sounds may have gone out of vogue, but at the time. Or evolved, but to go back to it and like do it in a way that's new and fresh is always exciting. Which track do you want to play off of Display Model? The one that I've been liking is Mirror Twin. Okay, this which was the single that came out in January. Yeah. All right, let's do it.
So you may have noticed Laura got an extra pick or two, but I didn't want to rehash things that I just threw out there on the mixtape, guys, and tell you what I thought. Obviously, you got to hear the tracks if you listen to it, and if you didn't, you should probably go fix that and then make your own thoughts. I don't need to tell you how to feel. I just need to show you what to listen to. <laughs> Well, again, it's just there's been a whole lot of stuff that's come out this summer that we're just catching up with and uh, and things that are floating around on Bandcamp. Uh, everything that we've mentioned on this episode is available on Bandcamp now. So uh, go have a look and be sure to update your wish list or, uh, you know, go go through that in your cart right now. What's stopping you? There you go. Do it. And I believe... Even though Bandcamp Fridays is no longer a thing, it's still a really lovely idea to buy music from Bandcamp because it does still benefit the artist much better than other platforms. So that's why we're big, uh, big fans of, of Bandcamp. Although I did hear a rumor that Bandcamp Friday was coming back next month. For, for September. It's already shit. It's already August and it feels like everybody's getting their last hurrahs in for summer already. And I'm just like, oh my God, what's happening? Yeah. Where did summer go? Into the past. It, yeah. It's where all time is destined to fall. That's true. Otherwise, I think that's really it. Uh, I think that wraps up for this episode. Yeah. So, you know, guys know the drill. Please like, subscribe, comment, share. Get everybody you like to listen to us blather on about music. And maybe you'll hear something you like. And hopefully they do, too. Uh, of course, we'd like to thank our intrepid COVID-stricken producer, Justin Minister, who uh, has not showed us his ass because he's too ill to. Uh, of course, Robin Bright for the lovely theme music. Uh, Marion Green for the lovely artwork. Please hit us up at Gmail at It's Midnight Somewhere Podcast at gmail.com and on Facebook at It's Midnight Somewhere Podcast. And of course, always find us on Twitch. One of us will be there every Friday night at 10 p.m. unless it's a last minute cancellation due to COVID. <laughs> like, like a week and a half ago but uh yeah twitch.tv channel name is prophecy underscore online until next time This podcast was almost called Fake Ass Cherry Flavor.